Was it on TikTok? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Well, she saw something where a lady was jarring her farts <laughs> and selling them to mid aged well, she'd sell them to, to anybody. That just turned out to be the demographic. In the Midwest, and she would sell them at $500 a jar and made $200,000 on jarring yeah. her own farts. Yeah, that is so, so weird. I got my new cottage industry, I'll tell Apparently. you. Apparently. Hi, this is Om Gandhi, and I'm a big-ass runner from La Palma, California. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, Jeff Harrell. Well, thank you, Om. Great job on that introduction, and you may, just a little teaser, you may hear from Om next week on part three of Why I Run. Just a little teaser there. Look for that. Well, welcome to the Big Ass Runner. This is your host, Jeff Harrell. This is episode number 77. We're just rolling right along into January and have, I think, a great show planned for you. We have part two of, we're doing a three-part series. Last week, we introduced two YI runs. This week, we have two more awesome ones this week as well. And... In segment two, we have someone back, someone's favorite, everyone's favorite, Marcy Baser will be here. But before we get to that, we were able to spend a little bit of time this past weekend down in Bandera. Bandera is a little town just, I guess, north and west of San Antonio down in the Texas Hill Country. It is home to one of the biggest races really in the trail running community because it is a golden ticket race, the Bandera 50K and the Bandera 100K. And we were able to, this is the second year we've done this, man the Chapas aid station. It is the second to last major aid station on the course. And it is a full service aid station, meaning it has both cold and hot food. And we served up the Chapas special from last year, which is, it's a secret recipe, but it might involve mashed potatoes, broth. This year, we went with the vegetable broth to help out our vegan friends. And sometimes for those non-vegans, we sprinkle a little bit of sausage on top. It is awesome when you're trying to warm up and you're in those later miles and something warm and easy to digest and quick carbs is par for the course. So that's what we do. We serve up the chop special. We had a great time. Met a lot of great people and a couple of things I wanted to say. I wanted to give an update, a race update in our experience there at the Chapa Sage Station in Bandera. First of all, Tejas Trails puts on an amazing race. The race director, Chris McWaters, does just a great job. Like I said, this is a golden ticket race, meaning the first and second place Men and women both get their golden ticket to Western states if they have not already earned it. And I believe this may be the first golden ticket race of the year. So I think it was up for grabs and, and had a really good, Chris was telling us, a very strong field this year. And what I guess I didn't realize I should have is if you finish the 100K in under 17 hours, you also get a lottery ticket for Western States as well. You get entered into the lottery to potentially get to run Western States in 2023. So a lot of folks would be coming through. In fact, we met one lady, her name was Rachel in the morning. She dropped off a drop bag and then we got to see her come through obviously twice because it's a, it's a looped race. It's a 50 K loop. And the second time she came through, she was a little bit behind what she wanted to be in terms of her schedule to make it under 17 hours. She whipped through and said, I, I've got to finish by 1 a.m. And she did. She finished in, I think, at 1236, so 41 minutes to spare. So congratulations to Rachel. We got to meet so many people. We had lots of folks that listened to the show say hi. There were runners. There were pacers. Just some incredible people. And so what I thought I would do throughout the day on Saturday, we got there about 6.30 a.m., got everything set up. Because, again, we're the, I think, the fourth or fifth aid station. So they come through at mile 23. 
So we have a little bit of time before the start until they get to us. But those runners are so daggum fast. We had to get there about 630 to get everything ready, everything set up. And we got to serve alongside a couple of awesome people, Nick and Hannah. They were there from the beginning all the way until about 8 p.m. when they had to head back to San Antonio. And then we had two folks, Chris and Marco, came in at 10 p.m. to allow us to go back to our Airbnb and get a little bit of rest until the next day, Sunday. And they were up to the wee hours serving those runners coming through. In fact, I think Marco was, he had run the 100K that day and came back and served at the Chapa's aid station until I think something like 4 a.m. So hats off to both Chris and to Marco for your great service of the runners out there at the Chapa's aid station. But I thought I would give you all a little bit of a feeling of what it was like. So I did some recording throughout the day. You're going to hear from, oh, and by the way, we had a, a smaller crew this year. myself, Timmy Time, my son Hayden, and his wife, Donna. They had never been to a trail race or experienced an ultra, and so wanted to get some of their feedback. So you're going to hear from Hayden. You're going to hear from Donna. You're going to, of course, hear from Timmy Time. You're going to hear from a pacer. You're going to hear a little story that Timmy Time t- tells as well. And then you're finally going to hear at the end from one of the Big Ass Runner Herd members, Mike Cabrero. He did the 100K, absolutely crushed it. And we actually get to hear from Mike while he was 10 miles away from finishing. You can imagine you know, just the condition he was in. He was doing awesome, though. And so here's a little bit of insider insight into the Chapas aid station. I'm here with my son, Hayden Harrell. This is Hayden's very first ultra experience. Hayden, what do you think, buddy? Uh, blown away by uh, just the caliber of athletes here, friendliness of the uh, the community. It's been a great old time. What has been the biggest surprise so far? The amount of pickle juice drinkers, I would say. <laughs> a lot of pickle juice being drank and eaten. Pickles being eaten, too. Yeah, it's been a good time. It's been a good race. It was a little wet this morning, but it's dried off, and uh, we've got a lot of – here comes a runner coming in now. We're clapping, and this is a strong runner. I'm here with Donna Harrell, my daughter-in-law. This is Donna's very first ever trail race slash ultra event of any kind. She's been helping at the aid station. Donna, what are your impressions of the ultra running community? My impressions are to not ever judge a book by its cover. We've had a a variety of different types of people, which really surprised me. And uh, yeah, I personally don't run, but the running community seems so fun. And what has been your most surprising thing today that that you've observed? Most surprising was probably someone downing a cup of mustard <laughs> yes mustard a lot of people don't know mustard good for the cramps because of the i think someone said the salt and the vinegar in mustard so there you go so we're here at the Chapa's aid station i'm in the back of the the aid station the barn here and timmy time is back here making what are you making back here timmy time bacon he's making bacon he's singing about making bacon uh, Bacon. So, Timmy, time. What is how's it how's it gone so far? It's about three o'clock on day one. How's it been, how's it been going so far? Busy. Yeah. I think we've had probably. I think they said five hundred runners. I bet you we've seen at least four hundred and fifty of them. We've already seen the uh, winners of the men and women both pass by, and uh, we're just having fun and chop us. It's a good time when we get close to this bacon scene here. Oh, yeah. So you guys all need to sign up for Bandera next year because we will be here again next year and you will we will serve you a Chapa special with some bacon. So, Timmy Time, I heard there might have been a bit of a thievery going on here at the Chapa's aid station. Is that true? Um, I can confirm there was. We, uh, you know, the Tejas Trails provided us with hamburgers and I uh, had to take a lady who did not finish con- compete. And I had to take her back, driver to the finish, and I came back and said hamburger was gone. Someone thieved your hamburger, your cheeseburger, and we think it was the medic. The medic, yes. A medic served with us and uh, unfortunately wasn't the most friendly person. I tried my best. We did. We tried to be as outgoing and friendly, but we think she might have eaten 
Timmy Times Burger in spite and to get a little bit of revenge on the big ass runner crew who was trying to encourage her and entertain her, but she wasn't having it. So we got one one of the elite runners just came through and he was very happy about the bacon that Timmy Time had just served up. So big thumbs up on the bacon at mile about 50. All right, we've got a pacer here. He's very important because he's pacing his runner. Tell us about the Chapas Aid Station. Oh, yeah, definitely my favorite for sure. Great food, great people, great venue. Oh, yeah. And your name? Uh, Adam Peterman. And you're from where, Adam? Missoula, Montana. He's from Montana. That, come, that opinion comes all the way from the great state of Montana. All right, I'm here with Mike Cabrero. Mike, how you feeling? Oh, man, I'm feeling chewed up, but I feel great. I feel like I'm running an ultra. You got 10 left. 10 you, left, dude. Can you believe it? Oh, man, it's it's fantastic. It's, How's your day going overall? Uh, it's, I mean, just overcoming pain, uh, pain management and uh, effort negotiation. That's really awesome. it, man. Well, we're proud of you, buddy. Good job. Yeah, Appreciate it. See you, well, there you go. There's a little behind the scenes at the Chopless Aid Station. If you've never served at an aid station, we highly recommend it. It is not only a lot of fun, but you get to encourage those that uh, need it at that point in the race. And that could be really at any point in the race. And if you'd like to surf with us next year at the Chopless Aid Station, please reach out. We would love to serve with you. We got a chance again to serve with Nick and Hannah, they were awesome. And then Chris and Marco at the end of that first night. So, yeah, hit us up. We would love to serve with you. Well, with that, let's get going on episode number 77 for the Big Ass Runner. Well, I say this every time, but I think our favorite segment is why I run. I hear from the Big S Runner Herd that they love it too. And I think it's because it's always great to hear someone's why, their motivation, what gets them up and lacing up the shoes, the hokas, the ultras, whatever you wear, and getting out there, putting up some big numbers, signing up for big races, having big goals, it's always really, really important to hear because everyone's why is unique, although some elements are the same. So we have two really amazing ones this week. We're going to hear from two amazing ladies today. First, we're going to hear from Lindsay, and the second why I run will be from Valerie. You're going to really enjoy these. Here is Lindsay's why I run. Hi, my name is Lindsay, and I'm a big-ass runner from Massachusetts. And the reason why I run is I run for those who can't. I am one of those people who have always enjoyed running through most of my life. I ran winter track when I was in high school, college. I kept up with running just for fun and to stay in shape. In 2012, I started running road races did my first half marathon, did my first Boston Marathon in 2017 with a nonprofit called the Play Brigade, which works on creating inclusive play and recreation in our communities so all can enjoy and participate in all sorts of recreational activities throughout communities so there is access for all. I am also a certified therapeutic recreation specialist at a pediatric long-term rehab facility, and through working in the recreation department, I have the opportunity to share my love of running and being in the outdoors with both my patients and my coworkers. I have participated in a couple of 5K where our patients have participated in jogging strollers, and also my coworkers and I have taken some of our patients out hiking in our adaptive hiking trail chairs. It's just a really wonderful and unique experience to be able to share my love of running and being in the outdoors, whether it's a 5K road race or cheering along on the side, or being out in nature doing a trail run, even if it's just a short, quick 
you know, quarter mile trail just to be able to share that experience with my patients, my coworkers, to have them experience as close of a relationship that I have with running and being in the outdoors, feeling that movement and just seeing the joy that it brings to them and to others around you. It's really a very rewarding experience and I am very fortunate and blessed to have that in my life. And another thing that I just keep in mind on the days when it's cold or I'm just not in the mindset is that I don't have to run, I get to run. Again, my name is Lindsay. I'm a big-ass runner, and that is the reason why I run. Thank you. Well, that's amazing, Lindsay. And I I think we often hear this, that a lot of times we will start running for more personal reasons, tend to be a little bit more internal. Maybe we're trying to get in shape or lose some weight or become more fit or hit a goal or something like that. But it often then moves and evolves into the why being a little bit more about others. And that's certainly where Lindsay is. And just just amazing stuff, Lindsay. I think a few things really stood out. First of all, thank you for the way that you serve others and run for others. The Play Brigade sounds amazing. And I, I think, too, one thing that I love so much about the trail running community is it is so inclusive and welcoming and to be able to run for those, to give them that inclusion uh, and access for all, that that is just amazing. Love that. I think, too, you know, obviously you're a very accomplished runner having run, run Boston and done some other things, but sharing that love with others, that also is so amazing. That was why I wanted to have my son Hayden and his wife Donna part of the Chapa's Age, just to experience the community and the fun and the love and the encouragement. And so I think that is just such a big part of trail running in general. And so again, Lindsay, great job. I also love how you said you don't have to run, you get to run. I think that's something to always remember that we get that opportunity. We get that blessing to run. Well, let's transition now into Valerie. And what happens if maybe we can't run for whatever reason? What if we don't get that opportunity? Well, we get a great reminder of that here with Valerie's Why I Run. And I'm not going to come on after this because I think this is just such a amazing and powerful Why I Run that I'm just going to let let it roll, let it run. But Valerie, thanks so much for sharing and thanks so much for being able to really articulate your why in a way that resonates so well. And with that, here is Valerie's Why I Run. Hello, my name is Valerie, and this is my why. So I've been a like, hobbyist runner pretty much my whole life, but I've always kind of treated it as just something to do helter-skelter or do as cross-training for another sport. But I decided to get a little bit more serious about it after I had my kids and moved out to a rural location where I didn't have access to a gym very easily. So because I'm rural, pretty much the only place to run was on a dirt road or on a trail at a state park. So I was pretty much a trail runner without knowing I was a trail runner. And one day my dad was like, hey, I think you'd really like this this documentary. It's about this ultra marathon called the Barkley Marathons. So I fired it up and I watched the documentary and it just blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, what I do for fun is a sport. I can do this as a sport. Sign me up. So I did. I signed up for a race and began to train, but I couldn't seem to like rack up my mileage. I couldn't seem to be able to run for more than about five miles without getting these spasms. And I wouldn't get the spasms while I ran. It would be later that day or the next day, I'd get these spasms that were so intense, they would blank my mind. And they were the kind of spasms where 
when I, when my like consciousness came back a second or two later, I would be doubled over or I'd be on my hands and knees. And so, you know, denial is a real thing. And I had a lot of denial. And instead of stopping running, I was like, well, let's be scientific about this. And I started tracking when I was having the spasms. And I realized whether I ran or didn't run, at that point, I was pretty much having the spasms the same amount of times per week. If I took a week off from running or I didn't run, it was the same amount. So I was kind of in the headspace where, well, if I'm going to hurt whether I run or whether I don't run, then I'm going to run. It has to be better to run, right? So, and I thought, okay, the spasms must clearly be a sign that I need to do some kind of strengthening or cross training. So I was kind of putting that into play and trying to kind of sort it out. And this went on for way longer than I should have let it go on because it went about as well as things go when you don't listen to what your body's trying to tell you. And about, gosh, I think it's been almost seven months now, six months, seven months ago, I was laying on my stomach and I went to stand up and I went numb from my waist down. And I'm in the medical field and I know that sudden onset of that is not a good sign. And so I ended up at the hospital, kind of laying in a bed, not able to feel my legs and just wondering what was going to happen and if I was going to have to have emergency surgery, if I was going to be able to walk, if I was going to be able to make that half marathon that at that time I'd signed up for that was going to be in a couple months. So I, you know, met with neurosurgery. I met with a sports medicine doctor and they all told me what I didn't want to hear. So the good news was wonderfully, gratefully, my condition was not bad enough to require emergency surgery. But it was bad enough that they told me, you are not to run. No impact, no extension. You need to stay as neutral as possible. You need to do these different things to try to get the feeling back and other symptoms I was having back to normal. And we'll play a wait and see game. So through all this time, I had been listening to um, Big Ass Runner and listening to it became a very cathartic experience because I was, I loved listening to everybody's adventures and stories And I found it so, so motivating to listen to everybody's why they ran. And, you know, I I was just really hopeful that I was going to be, one day I was going to be able to call you guys and tell you my story. And it was going to be so kick-ass about where these doctors at various follow-ups sat me down and were like, good news, Valerie, your symptoms are better. Bad news you're never going to be able to run again. You should never run again. It's not worth it. It might bring your symptoms back. And I was going to be able to get on here and tell the story. So those doctors told me I could never run again. And guess what? I just finished an ultra. But, you know, I got hit by the real world stick and eventually came to grips with the fact that what the doctors were telling me was true. And the truth is, it's just not worth it for me to chance running. So again, through all this, I'm listening to Big Ass Runner. And like I said, it's it's getting very emotional. Um, there were some weeks where I had to stop listening or it would take me almost a week or two to get through an episode just because I was jealous, you know, I'm listening to all these people that are doing the thing I want to be doing, that I'm supposed to be doing, that I was meant to be doing, and that I cannot do anymore. And eventually, because it's such an inspirational podcast, it really kind of made me think, okay, well, Valerie, what is your why? Why Why do you want to run? Why are you doing this? And it, it really came down to this 
feeling I have when I'm on a trail where it's not like a treadmill and it's not like a road. I can't, you can't zone out. It, it's so meditative. It's so in the moment. You've got to be just there living, being one with your environment. Because if you lose focus on what you're doing and just kind of get into that drone, drone, drone of running, you're going to end up on your face. And I, I loved that feeling. And that was my why. And I, I realized, you know, it that why can be had at, at any speed. So that's why I hike. And um, to listening to this podcast and coming to grips with my condition, I've realized that no, I, I can't be a trail runner, but but I can be a hiker. And one of my big life goals right now is to eventually one day sign up for an ultra marathon as an aid station worker. And hopefully cheer, motivate, and help you guys out. Because even though I may not be a runner in this community, I do feel like this community is is welcoming enough that I can still definitely be a part of it. So thank you so much to everybody who has shared your why and been part of this podcast. And it's it's been wonderful and it's been like I said, it started out as cathartic, but I feel like now every week when I listen, I have such a good time and it's just, it's just so healing. So thank you so much. And I hope to see you guys on the trail one day. Well, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout-outs and kudos to the big-ass runners out there. Just making it happen. Today is a unique one because as I've looked at our listenership and our stats that come in every week, first of all, we're very thankful for everyone that listens to the Big Ass Runner podcast. But I was very surprised to see that the number one listening city is not – you might expect it to be you know, maybe – here in the Dallas area where I live, or you might expect it to be in Denver. We have a lot of listeners and runners, or maybe Arizona. Atlanta's a big one for us. No, you might think, okay, maybe it's Latvia. You know what? It's not Latvia. It happens to be Brisbane, Australia. I believe the state is called Queensland. And we have, it's our number one listening city. And so I just wanted to give a big shout out to Brisbane and I would love to hear from you guys. Please email me at jeff at bigassrunner.com. Would love to connect with you. But thank you so much for listening to the Big Ass Runner. Love, love that uh, you guys are listening. And it's on my bucket list to get to Australia someday. We'll have to make it through Brisbane and maybe we can run some trails together. But big shout out and kudos. Thank you so much for listening to Brisbane, Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Marcy Baser. Woo! Hi, guys. Back in the studio, <laughs> live and in person, and also here. You know what I haven't heard in a while? What's that? It's the, with the theme song is yeah. the line, the tagline that goes Running with it. Running stupid. Oh, well, you know what? Running is stupid. There, there we it go. <laughs> well, welcome back, Miss Marcy. Thanks, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. And we also have Timmy Time in here. What's up? I didn't even know you guys were here. <laughs> hey, Timmy Time. <laughs> hey. He's behind the potted plant. Oh, there you are. Still tired from Bandera. <laughs> you got a sweet Bandera uh, beanie on. I do. You both yeah. do. You boys are like dressed alike. Got it's these for serving. Cute. Yeah. We got to we got to serve. I talked about that in the open. We got to serve at the Bandera Chapa's aid station. Yup, yup. A lot of fun. A lot of hard work, but a lot of fun. Dude. But tell How's- us about the Chapa's special. Well, the Chapa Special, of course, is the mashed potato broth combo, mm. which goes down very nicely when you're tired and you don't have a lot of flu saliva in your mouth, mm-hmm. you know, to process food. It just goes down really nicely. And sometimes we may add a little sausage 
Yep, mm, sometimes. Sounds lovely. We did make one change this year. We did, decided to do veggie broth. Yeah. Couldn't even oh. tell the difference. To all of our vegan friends, we mm-hmm. thought, there hey, we, we, will, we will make it an option for everyone. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Well received. But yeah, it was a good time. Tim, you, you recovered from that? I was. I was going to say, I think it took me longer to recover from this year from instead of running it, serving at it. Yeah. It, it felt like exhausting. It felt like we ran it. Yeah. Like how many hours were you there? Well, shift number one on Saturday, we got there at 6.30 a.m. and we left at 10 p.m. That's a long day. So that was a 15 and a half hour something shift. Now, fortunately, by the way, we had two awesome volunteers with us. We had Nick and Hannah. Mm -hmm. Remember where they were from? They were awesome. Forget where they were from. No, they were from San Antonio because she was flying out the next morning. So they had to leave at 10. No, they left at 8. We were able to get Chris, he was awesome, and Marco, yep. and they came in at 10 p.m. and allowed us to go to sleep. Oh, nice. Marco stayed till 4. Wow. Yeah. He and was, he wow. ran the 100K. What? Yeah. yeah. So ran, he ran it, and then he came in and stayed up all night? Yep. Yep. And he slept right out back. For, he had a little a little pop-up tent on top of his car behind, behind the choppers. <laughs> yeah. Aid station. It was outstanding. Man, this guy's like a maniac. And he served during the 50K. Yeah, he what? was. All, he got us breakfast tacos. Does yep. he not sleep? Apparently not. He's awesome. But his wife likes Timmy time. She does. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He does listen to the show. So yeah. shout out to Marco, man. Yeah. You're awesome. Way we, to go, Marco. Yeah. Super stud. And Chris. He is. And Chris, man. Yeah. Chris ran the 25 that day, but he served the night before. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. That is yeah. amazing. A lot of great runners. A lot of great people. Met so many new people, but also reconnected with a lot that we saw yep. saw the year before. Yep, and just encouraging people to keep on going. Yeah, there's a lady who dislocated her tailbone <sighs> and came limping into the choppas. <laughs> and fortunately, Nick was a nurse, and so he assessed the situation and said, "I know it's painful. There's not a lot you can do. You can try to keep <sighs> going." And her pacer encouraged, and we, as did we, to, for her to keep going. And she did, and she finished. Yep. That is crazy. 100K, 15 miles with a dislocated tailbone. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. That is crazy. Simply amazing. These I, runners are insane. Yep. They're awesome. Hayden and Donna both just crushed it. They did awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. A lot of activity. And I hear, Marcy, that you may have started up a new workout oh. regimen. You were saying earlier, you're a little sore. I walked in and was kind of hobbling in a little bit. Yes, I did finally start back up after my uh, big orange theory loss. <laughs> Some call it a debacle. Yeah. yeah, after that went down, after several injuries, I finally said I've had enough. I apparently don't know what I'm doing, and I keep hurting myself. Did you dislocate your uh, tailbone? In my eye sockets. Oh, that's, that's, in your eye socket? Yeah, my, I had an eyelid twitch after that place, like nobody's business. I was like, I don't belong here. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yes, now I'm working out at a gym. I had a little bit of a hiatus, if you will. I just sure. wanted to get... I wanted to get a little more fleshy, so I had something to work with. <laughs> I wanted to see the results. You know what I mean? Quicker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you come in all hard and lean, it's kind of hard to see what's happening. So. <laughs> Timmy so, Time knows yeah. all about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Joe something to work with. Yes, Joe. The, the trainer's name is Joe. Joe is my new trainer, yeah. which, by the way, he's an ex-cop. And Ooh. so for retirement, what he wants to do is train. And he looks like he may have worked out a little. I don't know. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Like his arms didn't go all the way down to his sides. Oh, yeah. They pop yeah. out. I don't have that problem. Only around my uh, my love handles. Well, my hands have a little trouble getting all the way down because my big butt's in the way. So they kind of kind of flop out there to the side. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, congratulations on your new workout. Thank We're you. very excited about I'm really that. sore. It's so fun. Well, I thought what we'd do today, you know, we did a Meet the Basers segment several episodes ago. If I wasn't so lazy, I'd look up what episode that was. Episode 70. But it was several episodes ago, and we had such good feedback that we thought we would do another segment where we get to know you guys a little bit more. People just, they just enjoy the Bazers, and so that's why <laughs> Timmy Time is here. We're going to play a little game called Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? Nope. Oh, yep. Timmy, never heard it. Marcy has. Timmy Time has not. I don't like games. The whippersnappers play. Games are dumb. <laughs> well, you actually, if you go on the internet, you can go and, and if you Google, would you rather question generator, it will oh. generate questions. So I'm going to do that. 
And we're just going to generate some random questions. Hit the button. So I'm going to hit the button. Here we go. You ready for number one? Ready. Time. Oh, I'm. Uh, well, we'll start with Mark. Yeah. You're both going to answer the same question, and as will I. So we'll just we'll start with Marcy, so you can okay. see how it's done. Okay. She'll cool. show you how it's yep. done. Kind of a pro. Played. Yeah. So here we go. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, you ready for this one? Ready. I think it's a good one. Would you rather always have spinach stuck in your teeth, <laughs> or always have dandruff on your shoulders? Oh. I would rather have the dandruff on my shoulders because you can wear white and it's not so noticeable. Yes. There is no hiding spinach in your teeth. It's so awkward when someone has, you know, do you tell them? Do you not you tell? All, you have to tell them. I think you, <laughs> you do. Need you, tell tell them. you They will. They people. will thank you yes. for doing it. A little it. awkward at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> time no, other just... side, other side, other yeah. side. Nope, nope, nope. Up, up, I up, literally up. have <laughs> gone in with my own finger and helped people with my fingernail I get crap out you. of their teeth. I, You know what? You're, come here. All right, let's, here do, you go. let's make this well, happen. This is pre-COVID. People don't really care for you sticking your fingers in their mouths these days, but you know, <laughs> it wasn't such a big deal two years ago, three years ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. So, I, in fact, we we had dinner right before this, and I went and brushed my teeth right before we came up here to to record this. And so I that noticed smell wasn't you; it was Timmy. It time. was Timmy time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed I had something stuck on my lip. What in my teeth? Was on my lips like a little <laughs> flake of something? Like ah. Well, nobody can see it in the beard. Well, that's why I have a beard. Yeah, yeah. it's a good yeah, place so to hide, hide stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got pow- I've got powdered donuts in there right now. It's so gray. I will reach over there and pull one well, out, plug it you from will. your beard, and eat it. Of course you will. <laughs> and we'll video that and put it on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> All right, Timmy, time you had the same answer? Probably. <laughs> I'm trying to think about this. So I've grown my hair out, you know. Right. And I really don't wash it that much. <laughs> So I probably have really I can't tell. Anyway. <laughs> it's probably there anyway, but most of the time I'm shirtless, so you really can't see. It just looks like dried skin, maybe. Yeah, this just is fa- all true. It just falls right off of you. Yeah. So Dirty Tim, I guess yeah. new nickname. <laughs> Dirty yeah. Timmy Tim. We're three for three. I, I would rather have as much as I don't like dandruff because, mm-hmm. like, my beard sometimes will because it'll get like dried uh, soap there. and stuff in oh. there. And it'll, Look like you know, maybe so, it is. I just see it right now. Just see? Don't it's use all of the front of your see, so it, over your bl- Don't wear black. Well, I love yeah. to wear black too. That's a problem. It's so yeah. slimming. It's that's why I wear it. <laughs> exactly. So, but we're three for three. I would rather have that than something stuck in my teeth because <laughs> you can't one. you can't get around the stuck in the teeth no. thing. It's a tough one. Well, unless you just don't. If you can talk with your lips <laughs> yeah. over I'm your over. If you're a close mouth talker, <laughs> maybe you could just use your bottom lip. You know, that's so not a bad options. Not a bad call. You Botox that top lip. Well, as you're listening at home or listening while you're running, please play along. We would love to know how you would answer this question. So number two, you ready for this? Okay. Now Timmy time. Since okay. you know what's going on, you're going to get All to right. be the first one to answer this one. And I think I know what the answer is. Actually, I don't. Because I haven't hit the button yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. This better be easy. This is a good one. (laughs) Would you rather have unlimited strength or unlimited speed? Speed. Oh, because you're a trail runner. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, strength is great, but speed's more important. Unless I needed to like lift a car up off somebody in an accident, but you know, the Lord would give me that strength. That's true. (laughs) Or I could run to a tow truck. He only gives that strength to mothers. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, you could could run to a tow truck and run back with it. Mm -hmm. With my super speed. There you go. Okay. Speed. What about you, Marcy? I would go with strength. Would you? I would. I would. And it's funny you say that because part of the discussion I had with Joe to the trainer is we were talking about my arm definition or lack thereof and what <laughs> it was going ripped. to be you know he's he said a good frame yeah good for, you got a good frame well that's what you, you can got start something with something to work with yeah. i was like thanks joe but it, you know we did talk about he's like you know what are your goals what are your workout goals i was like well you know i want to firm all this up and i want to be strong yeah and he's like so you know why do you want to be strong i was like i want to toss my family around the living room when i want to and he's like <laughs> I like that. It's a great why. You know what? I like you. So there See, you and go. that's why I want to be fast. That's right. If you're like fast, run. she can't catch you <laughs> to run, throw you Timmy, around. Run. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's all coming together now. Yes. This explains that's a lot. Why we're a good combo. <laughs> that's why we're a good What's combo. That? That's why we're a good combo. <laughs> that's why you're a great yeah. combo. What about you? Uh, I would go with speed because of the trail running thing. You yeah. know, it would be great to podium once mm-hmm. in my whole life. Oh, and I think if I had unlimited speed, I could do that. 
pretty quick. I think so. Yeah. So I'd go with unlimited speed. That's a good one. Okay, ready? I'm going to hit the button again. Okay. <laughs> oh, I think this this is... I don't know how I'd answer this for you guys. This will be a good one. We'll start with Marcy this time. Would you rather live in an RV or live on a sailboat? Sailboat. Oh, easy answer oh, for Marcy. Yeah. Timmy and I actually have like a bucket list someday, maybe it could happen item that... When he retires, we want to live on a sailboat and oh. sail around the Caribbean for you know, a year. I think we Maybe did talk longer. about this. Yeah, at one point. yeah. So without a doubt, sailboat, RV. You're going to RV. <laughs> That's why. And why I brought this up is I was wondering if you wanted to go instead, Jeff. <laughs> well, here's a well, here's actually a good a good dilemma, Timmy. Time. If you have unlimited uh, speed, there's only so much room on a sailboat. Versus that giant RV. Yeah, but if you can run that well, fast, you can run on water. Didn't you ever see like uh, oh, the speed? Uh, Peter? No, not Peter Parker. <laughs> no, no, Peter from the Bible. Oh yeah, yeah, he walked. Peter on from water. the Bible. <laughs> yeah, he walked on water. He did. I so you'd go sailboat to time yeah, in real part of our part of our plan, mm-hmm. like a year in the Bahamas. Yeah, I I, I get seasick, and yeah. I, I don't like deep water. And so those, none of that works. Those two things. If it was a very short sailboat experience, yeah. but it says live. That's a. It's a. So I'm, yeah. I'm going RV. But you'd have to learn how to back up a trailer. Beep, well, I could do that because I have unlimited speed. I could go back and forth. I could <laughs> oh, just instant true. time. Oh, these all go together? Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> We're making the rules here. There's right. no rules. I like this game. Uh, so what's funny though, Timmy, Tom, and I, when we were at the Chappas Aid Station, we thought, you know, we said this last year, but we didn't do it. It'd be cool to to rent an RV because there's an area behind Chappas mm-hmm. with some connections for RVs. We could sleep there, and if you get tired, go take a nap. You could have different rotations and whatever. So we're like, hey, we should do that. And then on the way home, how many RV places did we see selling 176. RVs? 176. We counted. counted them. We counted mm-hmm. them. There were so many. And all I hear is you can't get them because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They were there for the taking. But they Apparently were everywhere. that's over. Yeah. <laughs> At least someone stocked up on them and... Might have made a mistake. Yeah, at least on I thirty five. If you're a little bit too much inventory. If you're listening right now and you want an RV, go to I thirty five between North of San Antonio and Austin. Austin and San Antonio, and you'll find one hundred and seventy six options to choose from, and they were all full. Oh, oh yeah, it's crazy. They're probably so expensive though. Yeah, maybe. no one's buying them. They're not know. cheap. Yeah. Okay, so for me, it's RV, no doubt about it. Okay, here's number four. Hitting the button. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Whisper. Uh, I think she only shouts now. <laughs> I was saying, Shut your face, Tim Baser! <laughs> how is this any different? And Tim only cowers and whispers, so yeah. yes. <laughs> We'd like to switch. Because opposite to track. That's true. That is so true. So you're you're saying shout? Is that your official no, answer? No, he said shout for me. She already does. He shouted over I'm, your answer. I'm a little loud. I will admit it. I'm not shouting angry. I just get a little, I'm a loud talker. Well, you got to get emotional about some things sometimes, you know. I guess I'm going to start oh, whispering. Oh, he's whispering. I'm whispering. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. That's why it's a Like how a loud quandary. does the shout have to be? Like this? <laughs> is it just like that? I All could, the time. I, think I, could do, I don't know. People get like so in the sick movies? of you. Uh, in the church. movies, it would be awful. It, <laughs> did you ever win some? You're talking about somebody and you shouldn't do your spouse. Oh my God, do you see what she has on? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be tough. Yeah. That guy has spinach in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and dandruff, too. He clearly didn't pick wisely. I don't know. I guess in the whisper, people get sick of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, mm, at least I think I go with whisper. To me, time. Yeah, probably whisper. I don't think I'm yeah. gonna shout. I get kicked out of church. Yeah, whisper would be talking. less annoying. I think. Yeah, it'd be. It'd People be, get talking to you though. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to be a close talker. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> would have would good breath. That. Yeah. <laughs> be right up in people's ears all the time oh it's it's marcy awkward marcy's here she's up in my ear again she's whispering in my ear again if you're running a trail hot on your left that's true coming up on your left you just have to keep like little dog treats and throw them at people's backs or something yeah you have to peg them with stuff at that point can you hear me (laughs) i said i'm coming (laughs) but you can be and they can't hear you because they're listening to music so that's the problem and you know what Honestly, 
it's scarier to whisper your threats to people oh, yeah. than it is to shout them. That's true. Yeah. When Charlie was really in trouble, I get you whisper. Really get soft real quiet. Bacon. Her little eyes would get really big. And she'd say bacon. <laughs> bacon. She would, yeah. That was her safe word. I'd have a safe word <laughs> with my child. <laughs> Who's the actor that whispers all the time? They talk, talks like this. Batman? Well, Batman, yeah, Batman whispers. <laughs> no, like but Batman. the Batman? No, uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Thank oh, gosh. There you go. I'm gonna He's, put you in your grave. Right turn, Clyde. Yeah. Oh, all he does is whisper. He yes. talks like this. I think. All the time. I think he's lost his voice. So apparently, he had this same scenario, and he picked whisper. Yeah. So there you go. Clearly, what was the movie with uh with him and the ape? <laughs> Never right which way but yeah. loose. Every, oh Would you yeah. yeah. Watch. <laughs> I like that when I was way a kid. But loose. Or Cannonball. Cannonball. I liked Cannonball. both of them when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, I like Cannonball. Shocking. Cannonball had more people. Yeah. Like had more characters. Yeah. And they're driving fast. I, I could be able to catch them because I'm a very yeah. fast runner now. But they had an orangutan. <laughs> yeah. Those things are super strong. The like chicks Marcy. had those cool zip up jumpsuits. Yeah. Too, the Cannonball. And the, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the oh, yeah. Orangutans yeah. throw poop at you. No, those are monkeys. Oh. Well, aren't they the same? <laughs> nope. Okay. I'm going to go with wrong, Tim. They're all poop throwers. <laughs> wrong. All right. That was a good one. Whisper apparently is the, is the choice. Mm-hmm. Let me hit the button. Let me go here. Ooh, look at this one. This is an interesting one. Would you, because we kind of talked about this earlier today, would you rather always have bad gas or always have a really dry mouth? Don't say it, Tim. <laughs> I mean, I always have bad gas, so I'm kind of used to it. But no, dry mouth. I know. I'm just like, oh, that would be. Could awful. you imagine if you whispered, in, "Hey, but <laughs> open people's ears"? It'd be a terrible combo. Uh, that yeah. would be. A I would bad probably combo. go with bad gas. You know, bad gas affects others. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> Where the dry mouth is really a soul problem for you. That's true. Although the dry mouth is probably going to create bad breath. <laughs> I think that does. I think that's part of the reason some people have bad breath is dry mouth. Hey, so and if your gas is bad I enough, you too, can make money off of it. Uh, well, as we learned tonight, you can jar that and make 200 grand. Timmy time, you're going to have, because people are like, what What did he just say? Uh-huh. What is he talking about? You have uh-huh. to explain a little bit of what, what you're talking about. You're the uh, explainer of this group. And- um, you're the one who saw it. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. So apparently oh, my, no, it was your wife. <laughs> my wife, on, was it on TikTok? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Well, she saw something where a lady was jarring her <laughs> farts and selling them to mid Aged well, she'd sell them to, to anybody that just turned out to be the demographic in the Midwest, and she would sell them at $500 a jar and made $200,000 on jarring yeah. her own farts. Yeah, that is so, so weird. I got my new cottage industry, I'll tell Apparently. you. Apparently, <laughs> so she must have got her wish and had bad gas. I guess so. Well, she was so. eating, we were talking about that's due to her the nature of her diet and the cabbage. It all came back to the cabbage talk. It's I'm going to go with gas, too. Just People just won't be around Tim and I. We're going to whisper and smell like poop. And that's just who we are. But you know what? I got you, babe. I got you. I don't know. Oh, I got you, boo. Smell <laughs> you know what? One more round of COVID, and neither one want us to smell anything. So that's there you true. go. No one can smell anymore. What would you pick? All right. I would pick, uh, I would pick the gas. Yeah. Because you know what? It happens already. And yeah. when you get a dry uh-huh. mouth, it's mm. awful. Imagine running with that. I mean, too. how often are you going to have the gas? Is it like all the time? It says all the time. All the time. Well, is it quiet gas? <laughs> well, or I'm loud a whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> At least that would give people a warning. Run away. Run away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, I'm hitting the button again. Isn't this Hit- a running podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're entertained. This is the entertaining part. Hitting the button again. Okay. Would you rather. Talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, I love to talk like Yoda. Let's hear it. Something to stay, give me. <laughs> <laughs> Have gas, I do. That, that's what I want you to say. Uh, that wasn't my impersonation. Have gas, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I feel like I've never less left sixth grade. No, no, no. <laughs> not when you're at the Vasers. No. <laughs> what would you pick, uh, Timmy? Time? I would pick Yoda as well, just because I do not want. I sound like that after, like, like during the first mile when I run. It's true. You sound first like I'm asleep. What are you talking about? But yeah, I don't. I don't want to breathe that way. I think talking like Yoda would be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. be fun. 
Well, like constantly. Well, though? plus you're whispering it anyway, <laughs> yeah. so it really doesn't matter. Talk like me. It's true. It's true. All right, we're moving right along here. These are some, these are good ones. These are good ones. Hitting the button again. Would you rather be at a four-hour concert of a band you hate or a four-hour dinner with a person you dislike? Am I first? You can go first any time. Band. You would rather yeah. be at a band mm-hmm. than- Or a concert. Than with a band you don't like. Yeah, well, I like Hall & Oates, but we went to that concert. Well, they were terrible. And it terrible. was awful, but I still had you guys to talk to. That's true. That's true. I guess it depends yeah. on who you're and at And my new concert. friend that I met. You met a, yeah. Yeah. Met a guy. <laughs> the guy who had my ticket. <laughs> Marcy couldn't go last minute, so Tim got a date. Yep. Tim got a homeless yeah. man. Yeah. Well, he was he, an RBer. He was an RBer. Yeah. Homeless, see? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you, Marcy? Would you rather be well, at a concert or with a? Does the dinner have anybody else there? It like just says a, a person. So I think it's like you and them. you and Jeff at dinner. <laughs> it's like a whoa. So not true. That was it's like a ter- dinner controversial. Day. That was controversial. a terrible thing to say. I love you, Jeff. I know you do. I would love a four-hour dinner. Oh, so sweet. Anytime. So sweet. Uh, I'd take the concert as well. I mean, I do. People that rack your nerves for four hours. Because at least you could go get some nachos and yeah. just listen to it and, you know. You could chat with people. Mm-hmm. It's who, still music. Yeah. A four-hour dinner with somebody you don't like. That'd be and then tough. afterwards, if like you gave them soup and they said, nope, soup doesn't count. Yeah, it's not a, not, meal, a <laughs> it's not a oh, meal, Jerry. No. Well, I'm just, you know, and what if I, after four hours, I'm not sure I would have really held it together well enough. By then, I'm pretty sure that person would know. I don't like you. Exactly. And then I would be, I would owe some apologies later. Um, (laughs) Some amends. Yeah, some amends. I'd be having to send a gift. There would be a problem. It's a tough one. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on that. I'd really go to the concert as well. Okay. Here's going to hit the button again. Here we go. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Would you, I think I know the answer for. The two men. We'll see how Marcy reacts. Mm. Would you rather have a bad hair day or a bad clothes day? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I feel like I have both of those <laughs> most days. <laughs> and the answer you know is what? yes. It, yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. My clothing choices and the fact I have curly hair, there's just, you just learn not to care so much. But that's the, that's, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care so much. Who gives a crap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you married for a while, so yeah. I think you look good no matter what. Oh, oh look yeah. at that. Timmy Thank time. You, Timmy good hubby time. over there. Mm-hmm. Well, Timmy Time, you've never had a bad hair day, so you no. must you how are you gonna answer this one? <laughs> well, I don't like wearing suits. <laughs> Would you consider that bad clothes? Yeah. <laughs> so you'd rather have a bad hair day. Yeah. Then have you, to wear a suit. Okay. I like I like that. Mm. You know, I have bad hair days constantly, so I'm going with that. I'm fine with it. I don't have much hair anyway. I'm who you are. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Hey, by the way, you have something in your teeth. I know. <laughs> spinach. Think spinach. Get it out. Get it but I'm eating so healthy. Spinach. All right, hit the button again. Hit the button again. Oh, this is a good one. Would you rather never have to do laundry or never have to do dishes ever again? Ooh. I would it's go a dilemma. With, yeah. it's, a, it's a good Tim one. Tim doesn't have to do either one necessarily. <laughs> I, I actually don't mind doing laundry. He does. He, he'll do his own. He comes in every day and throws all of his workout clothes in by themselves. Yeah. As as you you know what I need to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I lay mine out to dry, but then they sit there for two days. Yep. No, I just throw them throw them in there and mm-hmm. yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. So okay. I would say uh, I don't want to do dishes. Cause okay. Because mm-hmm. you got to clean them before you even put them in the dishwasher, and then you got to put them away. I don't mind loading. It's unloading I don't like mm-hmm. because I, I can't find things. I don't know where everything goes. There's always these, this <laughs> interesting utensil that I don't think I've ever seen before. And I don't know where it goes. So I just sit it on the counter. Yep, that's what I do. And then it's incomplete. You don't have it. You can't you check go. the box. There's no gold star for you. No. No, but then then your wife comes in and whispers loud at you. <laughs> really <laughs> loud. loud about you messed up. <laughs> I would definitely go with dishes. I love to cook. And if there was no dishes to be done, they just disappear. Oh, yeah. that that would be awesome. That's a good one. I don't know what my my lovely wife does most of those two things for us, for this family, which is amazing. But I would probably say laundry because I actually like loading the dishwasher. That's one of the things I like mm. to do because I, 
I know where I can just stick stuff in, make, you know, like fit more. It's like a little Tetris, Tetris game. Tetris, yeah. You know? game, yeah. <laughs> so I'd go to the laundry. All right. This is our last one. You guys ready for this? Okay. This has been very informative. All right. Well, this is a, kind of a deep one. We're going to end with a deep Ooh, one. Deep All right. Thoughts. Would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great grandchildren? Oh, what an interesting question. That is an interesting question. I could see some big problems with going into the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, you know, you may not like is what the you future see. there? <laughs> you know, is it how jacked up are things? Yeah. You know, what if those are little jerks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what if you don't like what you see? Yeah. Yeah. Where if it's ancestors, you don't really feel like you hold any blame in that. I'm gonna True. go. I'm gonna go back in time just in case it's not so hot going forward. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, because uh, yeah, okay, I like that perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Timmy, time. I'd go back, hang out with Jesus, and oh. buy a bunch of land. Oh, that's smart. Oh, yeah. so you're using it for your own personal gain, of basically. Course. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, human. I get some Apple stock. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd answer differently. I think I'd like to go meet my future great grandchildren. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I'm gonna assume they turn out okay. <laughs> well, assume that your heralds, all the heralds yeah. turn out okay. I think you're pretty lucky. You'll you'll you look be thirty right. years from now. You see the Baser clan. You're like, what the heck happened? <laughs> we probably just died out. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no more. Whatever. Actually, we will die out. There's no more Baser boys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope as you've been running, you've enjoyed and been entertained by this. Thank you guys for sharing. I think we know Thank a little you. bit more about yes. you after uh, this very in-depth questioning that we've had. And just how shallow we are. Yeah. And just, yes. <laughs> and people know that. Well, but that is not true. The feedback I heard was what how amazing you guys are, which is very true. With that, it is Timmy Time joining Masebeza. Thank you. Woo! Thanks. This was fun. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 77 of The Big Ass Runner. Hope you enjoyed that. Big thanks to everyone that participated in this episode. Ohm for that awesome introduction. For Lindsay and Valerie for sharing their very powerful Why I Run for the city of Brisbane, Australia. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And of course, to one of our favorites... Everyone's favorite, I should say. Marcy Baser and for Timmy Time for joining in as well. We appreciate that. Want to give a big shout out to our partners. You know, we only partner with people that we love and products that we love. And in these three cases, both apply. Big shout out to pathprojects.com. They make the best running apparel that there is. I saw tons of folks at Bandera wearing Path Projects gear. They love it too. Pathprojects.com. Definitely check that out. Also to Salty Britches, if you have problems, and everyone does, that runs ultras or runs trails with chafing, get saltybritches.com. Get their chafing ointment. It is the best. And if you use Big S Runner in the checkout, you'll get 20% off. It's amazing. And then lastly, of course, it is cold outside. Get your running jacket from vanderjacket.com. Sarah is amazing. She just released some new men's jackets. So check out vanderjacket.com. Get an original, get a Denver jacket, whatever. They're awesome. And vests too. So check it out, vanderjacket.com. And as always, a big thanks to the person that makes us sound so good. Steve Suffering Suckatash Saunders, our audio engineer. Thanks for all that you do. Well, big shout out to the big ass runner herd out there for just making it happen every week. Thanks so much for listening. We've got lots of awesome episodes planned for you guys. But until then, until next time, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. We served up the Choppa special from 
<coughs> from last year, which is, and would you rather not, let me, re, let me start over, Steve. I feel and, like you may have mentioned, not mentioned two very important volunteers that came with you. Yes. My son Hayden and yes. his wife. Got, well, I talked about it at the, at the beginning. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is segment three. So yeah. All right. All I right, did cover all this earlier, but yes. Just so, a little recap for the Bazers. There you go. Yeah. We're, get, we're catching the Bazers up because yeah. they were not part of the open. But yeah. Would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Okay, so you don't you don't have to shout. Oh my god. You did not seriously tell me to stop shouting. Yes, yes I did. You're just being really really loud. Unbelievable. In this day and age, I happen to suffer from voice immodulation syndrome. A condition that prevents me from controlling the volume at which I speak. Voice immodulation syndrome or viz has been diagnosed in over zero people in the United States alone. No, no. Who's, the guy I'm thinking about had, oh gosh, Steve, you're getting a little bit of, bit of substance for the uh, blooper reel, hey, Steve. ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Hello! Hi, Steve. No, Hi, um, Steve. Thanks for making me sound so bad when I sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's your own fault. Who was in uh oh the the, t- cow- the cowboy show where they just shoot the tombstone? <laughs> no, sm- not smoking them. Um, who? I I'm gonna need more to actor. work with here. I mean, I need okay. You're usually pretty good with Butch words. Cassidy in the oh. Sunday. Who was in Butch Cassidy in the Sundance? Paul kid? Newman. Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Did Robert they weren't whispers. Who am I thinking of? Dang it. So not in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance oh. Kid. Go play house money. Have gas I do. <laughs>